Buildings have evolved, so let's give them the attention they deserve. This is 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. We're a building solutions provider with more than 350 professionals and 150 technicians with one goal in mind, to make your building better. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building, the podcast brought to you by Boland. We appreciate you joining us for this episode very much. Today, we are talking water. Now, water is like the lifeblood of a building, and so it's important to talk about. It's important to discuss, and joining me to discuss water today is Ben Feeney. He is the Water Technologies Division Manager at Boland. Ben, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Tyler. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So, Ben, help us understand the importance of water to a building and why treating water well is so crucial. Sure. You know, we want to start with the fact that water is advantageous to buildings because it has a high heat capacity. It's also relatively cheap. So because it has one of the highest heat capacities of of any liquid, uh, we can really uh, disperse and get rid of heat in a building uh, quite effectively using water. So it's abundant as well. Uh, a lot of advantages there. The downside to water is it's full of impurities and minerals that deposits on the equipment. And, you know, we really need to keep that equipment clean to have maximum efficiency and and so forth. Uh, So water treatment chemicals are certainly important to stop corrosion, bacteria, and scaling. Those are kind of the three legs of the tripod there. And if we're doing those things, uh, we we can keep the equipment lasting quite a long time, including the, the piping in the building. Excellent stuff. And we're going to talk in more detail about a lot of the things you mentioned there. But one of the key terms to discuss when discussing water in a building is cycles of concentration. So tell us what that means, what those are, and why they're important. Sure. Yeah, cycles of concentration is is an industry word that us water treaters use quite often. Um, it's getting more buzz in buildings now that uh, more building owners are looking to save on water and find other areas of energy savings. So the way I would describe cycles is if you had an empty, if your piping system in a building was empty and you just filled it with water for the first time, those impurities in the city water that that came in, that would be one cycle of concentration. Now, at one cycle, the minerals in the water are low. Um, They're not going to really deposit out on the equipment. So that's kind of safe at one cycle. The problem is if you ran at one cycle, you'd be blowing through water like crazy you'd be taking the water in and then dumping it and then taking water in again, your water bill would be through the roof. So what we want to do is recirculate that water, especially in a cooling tower system, as often and as long as we can without dumping water. And in water treatment, what we do is we have a controller that senses the minerals in the water. And when you get up to five cycles, you know, three to five cycles, that water treatment controller will say, okay, we need to dump some of that water to get some of the impurities out and make sure that it's not saturated. The problem is when you reach a saturation point with the minerals, it's gonna, they're going to start dropping out of, out of solution. Of course, we have chemicals that, that help increase your cycles in a building that, that ties up all those minerals and keeps it in the water. And, but you know, no matter what kind of chemicals you throw at it, there is a point of no return where you're going to reach a saturation point those minerals will drop out. They're going to get on your equipment. It's going to cause fouling, clogging, all kinds of problems. But, you know, as water treater, we're going to, we provide the right chemicals uh, to keep that, that mineral balance where we want it. Uh, most buildings run roughly three to four cycles in D.C. because of the city water is so dirty. 
it's hard to go a much higher than that without, you know, adding some sort of equipment to do that, to do that job for you. So are there ways then to increase um, your cycles of concentration? Are, are there methods that you can, that, that someone like you can take to, to increase that? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, the, the easiest thing to do is to install a water softener. Mm-hmm. That'll really bump up those cycles, you know, from three to six to up to close to 10, you know, if the conditions are right. And, you know, that that's a lot of savings that we have to blow down less water down the drain, less makeup water as well. And it's, you can have 40 to 60% savings when you combine your sewer and makeup water savings together. And the main reason for a water softener, what it's going to do is it's going to remove the calcium, you know, from the water. And, you know, most minerals dissolve under warm temperatures. The problem with calcium is it's the opposite. As temperatures are warmer, it's going to drop out of the water. So that's sort of the limiting factor for water treatment, or the first limiting factor is calcium. If we can remove that, then we look at chlorides and and other elements in the water, but it allows us to push those cycles up high. Good stuff. So, Ben, when a new building is built, what are some things to get correct, you know, from the get-go, from a water treatment perspective? But what, what sorts of things should be thought through and and implemented from from a water perspective once uh, a new building is kind of ready to go? Yeah, I mean, the, there's a distinction between a brand new pipe that's mm-hmm. just you know formed for manufacture and a pipe that's had water flowing in it for years. You know, a, a pipe that's been treated with chemicals, has water going through it for, for years on years, kind of as a natural protection. It's, we call it, it's like a micro crust of a corrosion that protects the base layer of metal from corroding further. However, brand new pipe uh, for manufacturer really wants to corrode quickly as soon as water is put in that piping. And with new construction jobs in particular, you know, there's pipe slag, oils and greases from manufacturer in that pipe. So at startup, uh, really as soon as water is put into the piping system, uh, it's important that a water treater is involved and that they can put in kind of a high pH alkaline chemical to clean out the greases, the pipe slag. Um, A lot of the iron that's going to happen just from the water touching brand new pipe, you know, it will flash rust. We want to get rid of a lot of that iron out of the system. So it's going to require chemicals to be put into to those uh, piping systems uh, for two to three days, let it circulate. Uh, we typically tell the contractors then to flush the system, you know, for a good 24, 48 hours and purge it. Uh, we'll follow up and check the iron levels, make sure, you know, they're not going up and that, that they're down to close to zero. At that point, we know that we've, you know, cleaned out the system and we're ready for normal water treatment chemicals for the life of the equipment to protect it from corrosion. Another thing that, that often gets discussed in this conversation uh, are closed loop recovery programs. Tell us what those are and what they can achieve uh, for water inside of a building. Yeah, oftentimes, you know, no matter what, you know, closed loops, and we define those as a loop that's not open to the atmosphere, water is just circulating nonstop. After a number of years, or if, let's say, let's use our previous example, a new construction job was not flushed out properly, right? It could be full of iron, uh, minerals, and, you know, that can really wreak havoc on pump seals, uh, equipment. Uh, hotels have issues with their units clogging up all the time. They're, they're constantly having to purge 
uh, their, their AC units to get to get that uh, water flowing. So what we can do is we, as a water treater, we'll come in, we'll do an analysis of the water, see how much iron and debris uh, is in there. And it's really a flush and filter kind of method. So again, we'll just go in with a, an alkaline chemical, maybe a chemical that can get uh, inorganic materials such as uh, calcium, iron, uh, really redissolve that those minerals from the internal piping uh, gently without causing corrosion and flushing and purging the system until again, iron levels are low enough, uh, close to zero. Um, the, the dirty water looks cleaner. And at that point, we would install a cartridge filter system to help polish off any remaining minerals and just keep that system clean you know, for, for the duration. Once that process is finished, we feel like we filtered everything out pretty good. You know, we're going to increase the pH gently with some chemicals. We're going to buffer it and we're going to increase the corrosion inhibitor levels and we're going to maintain those levels. That's key, you know, for, for the duration. And we'll check them on a monthly monthly basis and just add chemicals as needed to, to keep to top it up. So Ben, we've obviously covered a, a lot of ground here uh, in 10 minutes. This is a big topic to try to cover in 10 minutes. We've talked about cycles of concentration, uh, closed loop recovery programs, things along those lines. Anything else you want people to know before we wrap up this uh, this episode here discussing water? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I can just, we've had, we've had some issues with aluminum corrosion recently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously aluminum, uh, it's a little, it's a, I've got a higher... It can allow more current through it, more efficient. It's also a little bit less costly. Uh, aluminum boilers are being uh, implemented, uh, a lot of aluminum glycol systems. And what we're noticing, especially for glycol systems um, that have aluminum components, uh, the right type of glycol is not being ordered. Mm. Glycol has a high pH, but aluminum needs a pH between 7 and 8.5. So, you know, especially for mechanical contractors and those who are specking out jobs, uh, it's really important to order the proper glycol and, you know, to ask for that glycol pH to be buffered down to 7 and 8.5. A lot of of aluminum systems are corroding because the the improper glycol is being added. So um, I just want to make that note. I think it's that's important as we're more more materials of construction are going towards that aluminum side. Benvini, Water Technologies Division Manager at Boland. Ben, thanks so much for joining us today and talking a little bit more about water. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you, Tyler. Absolutely. Pleasure is all ours. And thank you again so much to the audience for joining us here today on this episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building. We appreciate it very much. Of course, for more, you can always subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, where we have a number of other episodes you can go back and check out on a lot of different topics. And so if there's something regarding your building you want to know, there's a chance we've recorded a podcast about it. So go check that out there as well. You can also find more on Boland.com. So make sure to do that. But for Ben Feeney, I'm Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you again soon.